0: If you like this podcast, check out Studio Red's amazing lineup of podcasts at StudioRedMedia.com. Welcome to QT with RT. I'm Ryan. I'm Todd. Today we're talking about digital mummies. Resurrection, Todd. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a thing that saved many. Yes. All of us, really. All of us. We all. Uh, need to Well, today we're not talking about Jesus. We're talking about bringing dead actors back to the screen. Yeah. Uh, this has been something that um, people have been talking about—the technology eventually coming to us—and it finally has to mm-hmm. the degree, like uh, in Rogue One, mm-hmm. they brought back uh, General uh, Admiral. An Ad- admiral? He was an admiral lame um because he's in a spaceship yeah generals are on the ground
1: and carrie fisher <laughs> well yeah that's true yeah yeah they made her younger was, yeah. she, was she she wasn't she was alive she had given her like uh, permission to make permission her... which makes it worse because it was awful and she i mean she looked bad in that movie uh
0: <laughs> you thought so
1: oh yeah you go back and look at it like oh, her it mouth's all, right. all wrong oh. and like her face is like but, but for at the yeah.
0: times it was i think impressive
1: a year ago, <laughs> two years ago. That
0: was, I mean, Rogue One two came years ago. out three years ago. Three years ago, probably. Ah, and yeah. they were
1: post production. Yeah, and then uh Blade Runner twenty
0: with Hansel or Harrison Ford, right?
1: Yeah, it's uh, well, Harrison Ford wasn't. It, he's alive still. Um, Blade Runner twenty seventy seven. There's a lady, and she had died, and they brought her
0: back. Oh, okay. She's animated in that movie. Um. So, yes, yeah, so what we're talking about is the fact that now technology exists for us to bring actors that have died, that have died back to a movie uh, or make old actors look young. Yeah. That was actually like Tron was the first one that actually kind of really pushed the boundaries on this that I know, like Big Blockbuster, yeah. where they took Jeff, Le- Bridges. Uh, Jeff Bridges and made him look like a young version yeah. of him, like what he was in the original Tron. Yeah, And everybody was like, whoa, if we can do this with him... At what point will we eventually start doing this with people who have already passed away?
1: We did with Paul Walker. You know, they did with Paul Walker. Like, that was the thing. And I thought the
0: driving scene where he's driving away, that was actual footage.
1: Um, throughout the movie, because he died, like, a couple, like... Oh, right, his he, brother played him. Yeah. That's and right. So, you can actually see there's a lot of scenes where it looks pretty bad. There's other scenes that look great. Um, and that's, I mean, that's what they did is they took, like, old footage and defaked it essentially. Yeah. So it was, it's not the same as, like, what Disney has done where they recreated it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So uh, although we keep giving examples where it's done badly, now it's gotten good enough that it can actually look more realistic. Yeah. And really, when you look at a lot of the adventure behind the scenes, most of those costumes, I mean, to the point yeah. that their wardrobe isn't even. Yeah the right wardrobe when they're filming, and yeah. then they go in and change the wardrobe, which is like nuts. Why would you not just put on the right wardrobe?
1: I found out that the entire scene in Spider-Man Far From Home where Mysterio and all that stuff, everything you see in that, including Spider-Man, is animated.
0: Well, what scene?
1: In the Mysterio scene where he's like-
0: There's a lot of Mysterio scenes.
1: Well, it's like the main one where he ultimately gets like betrayed and gets hit by the train.
0: Where Mysterio gets hit by a train?
1: No, Spider Man gets hit by a train.
0: Yeah, but you gotta be a little bit more specific. Mysterio's throughout the entire movie with Spider Man. <laughs> the
1: when they're in the bar, scene, when they're
0: when he's fighting no, him at the, the end, when scene, they're fighting the big giant metal guy, when they're fighting the big water guy.
1: <laughs> the Mysterio scene, you know what I'm talking about, where it's all in like a dream like sequence. Uh it's the major it's the first time he actually fights Mysterio because up till that point he's fighting alongside Mysterio. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he realizes that Mysterio is like the bad guy and goes and fights him and then that's when he gets hit by a train. Do you remember that? Spider-Man gets yeah, hit yeah. by a train. Yeah. So that whole scene including Spider-Man and like when he's it's in the dream sequence animated. Yeah, Spider-Man It's not like he's standing in a green screen. It's Spider Man animated, everything around uh, animated. yeah. Well, I think, I mean. Even the light, when they're not, like, in the dream sequence and it's, like, uh, pillars, you know, like he's, like, in an abandoned warehouse. That's all animated.
0: Oh, uh, interesting. Everything
1: is animated in that scene. All the way up to after he gets hit by a scene, you see Jake Gyllenhaal Hall walk up and he's wearing, like, the mocap suit. Yeah. That's the only part. Where he's not. Wait,
0: not. I'm not actually surprised, but I mean, all the stuff where yeah. he's. Once I, he puts the mask on, he's obviously CG. Right. And all, I just thought, throughout I, the whole I movie, I thought
1: like it was like green screen, and you could like you know there'd be like be like moments where like it goes from green screen to animated, yeah. you know, and they do that a lot. But like just everything, even him, just completely was completely animated. Huh. So, well,
0: I think the thing that blew my mind was in Avengers uh, Endgame, where when they're all walking up to be teleported back into the past, yeah, uh, it's a real set. I mean, there's green screen walls, but they're actually walking on something. It's not like a green screen floor. And they're just walking in their normal costumes that they've worn in all the other previous movies. But in the actual movie, they're in those, like, white suits, like Ant-Man-looking white suits. And they CGI'd all their clothes on, even though, like, their hair and makeup's all the same.
1: That's really impressive because when they do the helmets, when the helmets get, like, on, that looks bad. It looks like CGI, and I always thought... Oh, it's just, like, that's the only CGI thing, and they probably didn't have much time to do it. It's because they were working on the rest of the body, probably. Yeah, (laughs) probably.
0: But, like, Captain America is just, in the actual real footage, he's just in his, like, blue Iron Man suit. Oh, wow. And then he's in the white suit, obviously, in the movie, and I'm just like... That's crazy. It baffles my mind in two ways. One, like, it looked real. Yeah. And then two, like, the only reason you would do that is because it's cheaper and easier to just CGI their clothes than it is to make them costumes. Yeah. And costumes can't be that expensive.
1: I can't, yeah.
0: So can't. it's like, like the only reason a producer would sign off on that would be like, oh, well, it's just ch- cheaper and easier and quicker to just have somebody CGI it Yeah. than it would be for them to actually make clothes yeah. and put them in them.
1: The amount of time to have the actor on set probably costs more money. You know, like, to the put them in a new wardrobe outfit. You know, that's probably maybe why they did it. are like, we can just put them mo-cap and we can worry about all that later. Just
0: Yeah. Well, the crazy we have- thing is they're not wearing mocap though. Right. They're just walking. And then yeah. they're, like, putting on... It's just... Oh,
1: right, right, right. right. Yeah, yeah. That's what he's saying.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they're wearing their normal uniforms and just walking. It's just... I don't know. It's like, you know, like, on a... I, I bet a... I don't know how much a costume costs, but, you know, let's say $5,000. Yeah. You know, for each person. Yeah. And they're like, no, for $5,000 <laughs> each person, we can just do yeah. it digitally. Get a whole team. Yeah, that's cheaper, you know? And it's like, that's where our technology has gotten. So yeah. anyways, more importantly to the subject though, uh, and the, another good example of it actually was the, the guy who does like the, um, are they called deep fakes? Yeah. Online. Yeah, deep where fakes, he, yeah. where um, the one that I saw recently that was, or it wasn't recent, but was, more recent and done just like, was just amazing was where he did the guy from Barry. Bill Hader. Bill yep. Hader. Yeah. Where he's doing talking. Yeah. Doing impressions of working with Tom Hanks yeah. or Tom Cruise. Yeah. And every time he starts talking like Tom Cruise, <laughs> his face turns to Tom Cruise. And it's, it's amazing. It's
1: truly amazing. It yeah. It looks so good. And then uh, have you seen the one where they replace, uh, Rob, uh, Robert De Niro and taxi with Al Pacino. No. And I mean, it's good. It's, it's incredible. Good. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, so, well, and, and, and that's D- just some guy. Yeah, and defending is like hard because you have to go through every single like clip and yeah. and different lighting and different yeah. to the point that like they can do.
0: Yeah, so the fact that that guy's doing that all by himself yeah. and just posting it on YouTube, not getting paid for it. I mean, he's probably now getting paid for stuff. Yeah, but uh, it's a great audition reel for sure. Nonetheless, that's where our technology has gotten to a, to uh, allow us to do that kind of mm-hmm. stuff to where like things that people talked about on Tron, where they're like, when will people start doing this with real people? uh it's happening happening. (laughs) so tell us the news todd who are they doing it for
1: uh so they are bringing back james dean
0: the one and only yes cool man himself
1: for a world war ii movie or a vietnam movie i think uh and it was just a report yeah and so they are bringing him back which is the first time because up until this point it's been like kind of minor characters right actors kind of to make it feel like a part of the movie, you know, they were attached to the movie. This right. Is a f- this is a, or Paul Walker
0: what... who dies during the movie. Right. Exactly.
1: This is the first time that like this is a plan that had choice. Yeah. For a completely different story that's not included with the franchise. Right.
0: And he's gonna be the star of the movie. Yeah. Not some side character that's that crazy. they're bringing back from the dead. That's that is wild. Crazy. Yeah. Like
1: just thinking about it. I mean, remember when they brought Tupac? Tupac. The hologram Tupac yeah. for, the yeah, for the concert. Yeah. And that like blew, that was yeah. like 10 years ago yeah. or something like that. And so now this is, I just.
0: Yeah. One thing that was interesting this, is that, it
1: because he doesn't have any like estate and they can just do that?
0: I don't know. Or whoever has his, his estate just, is okay selling yeah. it because they get the money. <laughs> uh, it's interesting. I, I remember when all the stuff with Tron was coming out and people were talking about it. They're like, one thing would be like, how does this affect Oscar nominations? Mm, Yeah. Like, do you get an Oscar nomination because you play James Dean really well Mm. in the same way you might play like Gollum really well? Or is it like, yeah, but you're playing like James Dean. Yeah. So that's not really like you being a performance to some degree. I mean, it is, but it isn't, you know, it's not like you're being Tom Hanks as Tom Hanks. You're, just really trying to be this guy. Yeah. And like, but it's not like you're being him in a biopic. You're being him in another fictional movie. Yeah. And they're like, this just gets very confusing. It's really confusing. You know, they're like, almost like, would we need like another category? I mean, it's definitely still acting. As far as like acting chops, like they have to still act, but it's just like this very weird situation of like, you know, if, 50 years from now, somebody went back and played Tom Hanks. It's like we all know what Tom Hanks was like. There's people alive who remember watching the real James Dean. So do you need to act like James Dean? Do you need to act like the character in the movie? Like, you know, it's like this very kind of like weird spot for whoever is like portraying him. And then when we watch it, we're going to see James Dean. We're not going to see, you know, Henry Jude, the guy who actually is playing James Dean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I
1: it's it goes back. We had a conversation talking about uh, Bruce Willis and Tom Cruise and, some, yeah. and those guys, um, where we go to watch those movies like knowing that Bruce Willis is just going to be Bruce Willis right. essentially. Like yeah. he, he's...
0: yeah. There's only I I only think there's like five or less actors that I know that I, like I think can think of off the top of my head that really can be like different people yeah. in each movie. Yeah. The rest of the time like they are kind of who they are yeah like tom hanks is tom hanks and you've got mail just like he is in saving private ryan yeah it's just a different version of him you know i mean but it's still like him yeah you know
1: yeah what he brings is he he can he can disappear in the role but you still know it's him um yeah yeah, so i guess that's kind of the mindset with this with james dean is that like why do we have celebrity impersonators and all this stuff it's that We love the celebrity, right? More than
0: the performance, the performance, exactly.
1: Yeah, because James Dean, I grew up my dad being like, James Dean wasn't a good actor, <laughs> he just wasn't. I mean, he was, well, I think he was the good looking guy, right. he was quiet, and he died young, and he died which young. makes
0: people famous.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and he was a heartthrob. I mean, right, Paul Walker will forever be,
0: even though he wasn't a very good actor either, he
1: wasn't, yeah, he wasn't, and because he i mean he's in his 40s but still that's very young and yeah um or or Heath ledger you know um
0: which he was a good actor
1: he was a very good actor like the more we get away from Heath ledger the more i mean obviously the joker just solidified that but um so yeah the james dean thing is it's very complicated because yeah it's like what's the point of bringing back talk about like taking jobs <laughs> you know like we're, we we've talked about like uh automation taking jobs from like yeah. in you know You're right like truckers truckers and, and all yeah. that stuff and it's like well now actors have this to worry about and yeah it's this weird like puppeting of can at bernie's type thing right you know
0: yeah it is kind of yeah yeah it's interesting on the flip side i mean like i can see like if you could make a movie uh with elvis when he was young and everybody you know elvis is elvis and you get a great elvis impersonator to play him the king (laughs) and you then show him like but not like a biopic but like him actually being in some like you know young heartthrob movie and it's a huge hit like you know there are some people that would kind of make sense to sort of do that with
1: Coming up on the CW, we have Elvis on Riverdale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> um, I definitely think like historical figures would make a lot of sense. You know, like if you're going to tell their story to like actually make it look like yeah. them would be kind of cool. I mean, to some, I think there's like two sides of it. Like one side is like this is weird. Why are we doing it? Which is why what we've kind of more been talking yeah. about. On the other side of it is like if we see the CGI, the CGI element of it as just another version of costuming mm-hmm. then maybe you know costuming makeup hair you know it's like they'll take celebrities when they do historical pieces and try to make them look like queen yeah elizabeth or abraham yeah. lincoln you know yeah. like daniel day lewis will spend all this time trying to become lincoln yeah and it's like well i don't know if we can just take it to the next level And when you look at it, it's actually Lincoln and not Daniel Day-Lewis, but then it's still Daniel Day-Lewis playing him. And it's like, well, that would be kind of cool, right? You know, if you see it that way.
1: Absolutely. Um, I'm 100% down for that. Yeah, You know, like I think because then you're not adding that like triple layer of like actor, like if we're having James Dean play a character, but. Obviously, someone is playing James Dean yeah. character. Then it's just like, what's yeah. the point? Yeah, like, who are we watching? Yeah, James
0: like, Dean, the actor, or the actor of the actor? Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, because then that goes into like legacy, and that that it's like a lot of moral and ethical and like philosophical questions pop up because it's like it's just this weird, confusing triple. It's like, did the writer be like, man, I wrote this for James Dean, right? I want James Dean to play this.
0: Yeah. Well <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it is interesting. Yeah. Uh yeah, I think if I was gonna do it, I think I would want to do it more as like biopics mm-hmm. or historical yeah. pieces, um, where it's about people. Yeah. You know, like we were talking about it yesterday in the car on the way to shoot, and um I think for me, like it would be fun to do like one about like Lucille Lucille Ball. Yeah. Uh, but like, have it be about her life. Yeah. I think, I think this is like perfect like for like biopics.
1: Oh, absolutely. You know,
0: that would be super cool to see like her, actual her. Yeah. You know, we have so much footage of her already that yeah. it wouldn't be hard to find it. But, you know, like, see like her and, uh, I forget what her husband's last name is, but Desi, her and Lucy and Desi's like story, you know, kind of told through her perspective of like them coming. Ricky. Ricky. Yeah. Well, that was his name in the show. Yeah. But, um, but like, seeing their kind of like, them coming together as a couple, her, I mean, she was like the biggest TV star at the time. And she she was a woman, which is like at that time was like a really big deal. And
1: still funny. Yeah. You go back and watch your stuff. It's still. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I I remember we'd watch it. Me and Chris would watch it on Nick at night. Mm -hmm. I mean, and it's a hilarious show. So it'd be cool to like actually do like kind of show the, the actual show. Yeah. At you know, like show them like filming it, the characters, the behind the scenes, but also tell, like, the story of her life and the fact that, like, they came together and had this super romantic relationship and then they worked together and then they ended up getting divorced. Yeah. And, like, you can kind of, like, see, like, the rise and fall of her personal life and uh, her career and her comedy and, her, yeah. like, her having to overcome stuff as a woman in a man's world at that time. I mean, it's yeah. still definitely in that way, but even more so back then. I think that would be really cool. And if then all the characters like her friend and Ricky's friend in the show. Yeah. If you actually showed them behind the scenes as them like did this deep fake thing yeah. on them. That would be really cool.
1: It would be awesome. Like that would I think take it to an emotional element cuz that's always a funny thing is you can go back and whenever you see a biography like the actors are always better looking than the actual people right. that they play, you know. Yeah. And so there's always this element of like you could probably nitpick it. Yeah. Especially as time goes.
0: I think the other thing too is like you still see that person. Yeah. You know, it's like as much as like Daniel Day-Lewis, who is one of the few people that I'd put in the category of like he can become his character on like, like I'd say he's like number one out of everybody out there. Who he like truly can like transform himself to that person. Yeah. Unlike anybody else. I could still tell it was Daniel Day-Lewis because I could see in his eyes. Like, I was like, that's Daniel Day-Lewis's eyes. I've seen enough of his movies now to yeah. where I would recognize him yeah. at a Halloween party. His nose and jawline. And yeah, it's just, like, yeah. as Daniel Day-Lewis. Unless yeah. he, like, yeah, unless he, like, reconstructs his face, Yeah, there's no way that he can <laughs> not look like Daniel Day-Lewis. <laughs> but if he was able to be Lincoln yeah. and actually look like Lincoln, yeah, that would be cool.
1: That would be awesome. And especially for, like, because me- Daniel Day-Lewis is the greatest method actor of all time. Uh, I would actually, uh, yeah, he's the... Just period. Um, but yeah, I think for a method actor like that would be the ultimate thing. Yeah. Is to be like, Yeah, I totally like think about Andy Circus and like the way his career is going. Yeah watching we watched the long shot and he's like this evil politician in it yeah i didn't even recognize it didn't even him. know it yeah. yeah and it's because he puts on all this you know makeup he becomes these characters and yeah he wants to do that so that he can become invisible unfortunately like i think the academy and all those people need to like catch up and be yeah. like oh that is worthy of being recognizable for good acting yeah um well I think once uh, but we also changes, know that the
0: oscars and the academy are more about um yeah, campaign money yeah, and exactly and you know people marketing. it's all rigged.
1: people is what we're trying yeah, to say yeah
0: um, watch adam ruins everything and he'll ruin it for you
1: yeah it's it's awful um so <laughs> but i mean there's so many historical figures biopics is a perfect example and i think with that argument it kind of defeats this idea of having people like James Dean come back, yeah. or like I think it works in elements of like Paul Walker, or even like if they had had that technology when he Ledger died, yeah, and they were able to finish out his story.
0: Um, right, people who have unexpected deaths. Yeah, I mean even like Carrie Fisher with Star Wars, like exactly. she OD'd on a plane, yeah. and like and
1: she'll be in this new, right. I mean, uh, yeah. trailer. It looks she's like supposed she. to be. So we'll see how that looks. Um, so I think in the sense of like. Finishing a project, it works because they've signed on yeah. and all stuff. But, like, resurrecting them to play a different character, if it's not for historical purposes, I mean, the whole point of Gollum or Caesar and, you know, yeah. all these people is because CGI is just going to look better. I mean, Caesar and... War of the world. I mean, well, uh, yeah,
0: yeah, it's gonna look another. better than him getting in a, an, an ape costume, right? Is what exactly, you're saying. yeah. Like, <laughs> you,
1: yeah. you watch the new War for Planet and the old ones, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a huge difference, right? So, uh, with our technology getting better and better and better, and we're able to do so much more, yeah, I it would yeah. be interesting to see where the next like biopic, yeah, I
0: think that. it, I think it, like you're saying, uh, totally, I think as a as like a as the next evolution in costume, makeup, mm-hmm. and hair, it totally makes sense. Like, if, like, you know, in Forrest Gump, Elvis comes and stays at Forrest Gump's house. Yeah. And some random guy just played Elvis. If they had the technology then, like they do now, to make him actually look like Elvis, that would have been cool. Yeah. And it would have been fine because the whole idea is that, like, Elvis as a person has arrived at their house in the story. Yeah. But having Elvis play the principal, and he's just the principal and not actually (laughs) Elvis, (laughs) That's where it starts getting weird. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's completely pointless. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, think about it in the terms of like makeup. Yeah. <laughs> you you hire this actor and you're gonna put makeup to make him look like Harrison Ford, but he is
0: But then he's playing, playing a different, a different person. person. Yeah. It's like well that's But then a he's just playing extra... the local sheriff named John yeah, yeah. Dewey.
1: Yeah, it's like what <laughs> Mr Dewey
0: played by Harrison Ford, played by Andy <laughs> Circus. You know, and it's like yeah. what?
1: Now I could see it if because I didn't, I didn't read too deep in the article, so I don't know if it's going to be completely CGI'd James Dean, where they don't have an actor, they just collect. Because yeah. they did that with Mr. Potato Head in Toy Story 4. Don Rickles had died um, in 2017, so they just collected all his like audio and everything he had done, and they were able to make his lines and make him in the movie. So everything Don Mr. Potato Head says in... Toy Story for granted, not much. Right. Uh, <laughs> but that's all just past footage. So I could see that working where it's like you Mitch mix, mix Mac, but like James Dean didn't have a lot to be able to make a whole feature film.
0: Yeah, no, I'm sure what they're doing is the boat. Mo- yeah. I mean and even if even if this project ends up tanking and right. doesn't get right. actually made into a movie because it happens all the time. It's going to happen, yeah, sooner than later. yeah. Um, now one interesting thing um, I will say that um, that this technology creates an opportunity for for people that have access to the technology, especially at the very beginning uh, that but don't have access to good actors that are willing to be in their movie, is that you could take a good actor that nobody knows, like mm-hmm. a no name good method actor. Put them into, you know, uh, I love Lucy or you know Desi or yeah. or Lucille Ball, and all of a sudden, then you know, take Lucille Ball or Marilyn Monroe. That was one that I mentioned yesterday. Like, if I was going to pull somebody, I wouldn't pull James Dean personally, yeah. just because I'm like, yeah, he was like, everybody knows who he is, but I've never watched one of his movies. Exactly. But like, if Marilyn Monroe was in like a new, you know, kind of like classic rom com type movie like people would go see that yeah. because it's Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. Um, and so I feel like if I was going to do that, I could get a no-named actor who's good yeah. to play Marilyn Monroe in the movie, but it's not but like Marilyn Monroe playing somebody else, yeah. you know, this whole thing like we're talking about. That person's playing Marilyn Monroe, and Marilyn Monroe is the actor, air quotes, you know, uh, playing the main, you know, actress in the movie. Yeah. And then people would come out to see it because it's Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. So it almost gives you access to like really big names. Yeah. Even though you're not actually having to go pay somebody like Jennifer Aniston or whoever you know. Yeah. To actually be Emma Thompson or somebody like that to actually be in your movie. Yeah. You know.
1: Yeah, it's it is interesting. It's like,
0: do you have any big names? Well, yeah. I got Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it's like, oh, yeah, that's interesting.
1: Well, now it's like it's almost. We're, we're diving into, like, the fan fiction world of, like, man, I always wanted Jimmy Stewart and uh, Rachel McAdams to be in the movie together, yes. you know? yeah. Now we can do that.
0: Yeah, and we can make it to where he doesn't have to be 55. Exactly. With the younger woman. Exactly. We can actually make him to that age. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the young, charismatic, yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs>
0: yeah I Grace. wonder if they'll start doing this for the current people. Like, I know they have deaged people, obviously, yeah. but I wonder if we'll ever get to a point where it's not... Um, kind of like taboo to like de-age older actors like somebody like Tom Cruise I'm sure they already are kind of de-aging him but once again that's what they do with makeup and lighting to try yeah. to like hide wrinkles yeah. and put shadows under well, their I mean, chins and all that kind of stuff so it's like I wonder if they would ever do that now with like almost like we Photoshop models yeah. what do we ever end up getting to the point where we just completely CGI Tom Cruise like Tom Cruise is 70 years old playing a 20 30 year old Tom Cruise
1: yeah Tom Cruise, I could totally see it. I mean, every Marvel they're doing it, they de-aged. Um, I, I found that they actually did de-age Samuel L. Jackson in, uh, Mar uh, Captain Marvel.
0: Well, that would make sense though, because it's like supposed right. to be older.
1: Right. They de-aged, uh, uh, but like that makes sense for the Guardians story. Of the Galaxy, Richard uh, or Kurt.
0: Kurt uh, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Um, he did. But
1: yeah, it makes sense for a story where it's like, it's a segment. Well, it's like, the past yeah, it's like this, this, yeah.
0: this happened 30 years ago. So he needs to look 30 years yeah. younger. Uh, Especially
1: since we know him now as right. being old. Right. If, in
0: the, in the Marvel universe. Exactly. If yeah. it was
1: like, nope, we haven't seen any other thing. We're going to DH him. Right. For the whole thing. Yeah. Like, oh,
0: we just don't want him to be old. Yeah. Let's make him young. <laughs>
1: I could see if they had this technology back when, like uh, Michael Douglas was like at his like all time popular. Yeah, uh, he would use it all the time. Cause remember there was and like. And then a Catherine period. Zeta
0: Jones is like, can you just have that all the time?
1: <laughs> I need. So this I forget bit. that I'm married to a
0: really old man.
1: <laughs> Cause like there was a time. Can you just walk around with Douglas a screen? Was like the hottest man ever. Yes. And it's Michael Douglas. Yeah, I know. Like Why is he like so? I have no
0: idea. I know, I know. and a, then Catherine the Zeta-Jones yeah. came on the scene with Zorro, yeah. and it was like the hottest thing yeah. ever, and then she ends up like marrying him, and it's just like, everybody's like, why is this really beautiful, attractive young yeah. woman dating this old man? Yeah,
1: I mean, he is like 40 years older than her. Yeah. Oh, I just, I feel bad. <laughs> I don't, I really
0: don't understand, I mean, I, I'm sure in a lot of situation comes down to money, and like the lifestyle they can provide, but I don't, rich. I don't understand the attraction- that young women have with really old guys like that. Like, I understand, like, 10 years, 15 years, maybe. But, yeah. like, 40, 50, 60, you know?
1: Maybe he was charismatic. You know, like, it's kind of one of those things where... Yeah, but the, there's a the, like... I mean, we've been around a lot of actors. Yeah. And we love actors. We yeah, love but, them. I mean... But they're a different type of person. And so maybe, like, she was a different type of person and, like, Michael Douglas was, like, her right type of different person.
0: Because... Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, maybe maybe they're both equal. They're the right kind of weird for yeah, each other. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Dennis true.
1: Quaid, he is getting married to a 26 year old. Yeah. And he's like 60. Yeah. She is younger than his children.
0: Uh huh. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's weird. <laughs> and I'm like, and like, do I like the 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 fact that he has Children that are like the same age yeah. that makes it weird for him, yeah. in my opinion, or it should make it weird for him. But like, I can understand an older person, whether a female or a male, want like seeing the appeal of a younger person. Yeah, I just don't understand the appeal from the younger person towards the older person. That's the one where I'm like, what? But hey, I mean, if you know you what? Never
1: had to worry about finances or anything, yeah, why not?
0: Yeah. I guess I don't know.
1: So, but going back to the CGI actors, um, I mean if, if Helen
0: Hunt came to you, Todd, and was like,
1: Helen Hunt from Twister,
0: yeah, Dennis Quaid's co, I'm co- sorry, co- like <laughs> <laughs> she's like, but I'll provide Maybe all Helen the money.
1: Hunt from uh, the Mad About You, well, <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, uh, not, uh, Helen Mirren, though I know.
1: She's a classic. She's a classic woman. timeless beauty.
0: She's a timeless beauty.
1: Timeless beauty, and she'll be great. Anyways,
0: uh, going back, though, to our our original Mm -hmm. topic of, uh, if you were going to make a movie about uh, pulling somebody from the past, who would you, like, uh, one, the biopic. We
1: we need to do our, like, Rushmore, our, like, top four, like, who are the top four. Because I I can't do just
0: one. Okay, so um, do your do your top four so biopics mm-hmm. where it would be like they're playing, okay. h- that person's story, okay. and then give me you then your top four that you would just pull to have them be the actor yeah. in your yeah, movie. Yeah. yeah. Um. I I gave my first one Lucy Oball Lucy yeah. Ball. Uh. What's your What's your next one? Well, ping pong. Your turn. Right, right,
1: right. So that's the biopic. That's the biopic. That's we'll start biopic. with the, We'll
0: start with the easy one. Yeah, the biopic. Yeah.
1: Biopic. Um, yeah. Uh, probably like the th- the only name that really comes to mind is like George Washington. Oh, that's what I was going to say next. <laughs> the George Washington story. Um, just because I I feel like every time we. There was a Jeff Daniels movie where he was George Washington. It's about crossing about town. yeah, yeah, and like he just looked like Jeff Daniels. Yes. <laughs> I was like, have you seen George Washington? Like <laughs> yeah. he does not look like Jeff yeah. Daniels at all. So I think it would be. Uh... Now, Grant, I have seen movies where they've done like the makeup to look like George yeah. Washington, and he looks weird yeah. in real life. So I don't know well, how that's I feel. the thing. A lot of these people would be ugly. Yeah,
0: uh, I think Lincoln would be. A yeah, good Yeah, Lincoln one. would be great. All right, your turn.
1: Um, all right, so George Washington.
0: Your second one. Uh,
1: second one. Because the problem is, you need someone that actually has footage. You have like footage of him. Well,
0: you can do it with pictures, technically. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it just it just has to be convincing to the audience. Yeah. As long as they were like, yeah, that's what we think George Washington looks like. Yeah. We well, don't really know, but. Right.
1: Um, probably thinking of all of history in my brain. Second one is Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. He's not dead, but like like the more you hear about behind the scenes stories of him and like yeah. who he is as a person, it'd be really interesting to have like a authentic
0: story of him like yeah. as a younger, like where you start like in high school and move on.
1: Yeah, just like his whole the life. The classic
0: like not getting on the varsity team and yeah. having to practice to get on it and yeah. all that jazz.
1: And we, we definitely would like focus on in between like probably ninety six and then his return in ninety eight because there's lots of talks that the reason he left to play baseball is because he was banned because he had betted.
0: Really? Oh really? Yeah. There's a there's some oh, scandalous. Yeah, yeah. Uh I would he didn't do you actually
1: want to go play baseball. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I would do uh, Kennedy. Okay. Now, obviously, they have made yeah. Kennedy movies, but I think if you made one where it actually looked like Kennedy, yeah. and we all do know what Kennedy looked like, and he was charming and attractive, so I would do Kennedy, and obviously, uh, his wife, who I'm blanking on her name all of a sudden, uh, Jacqueline. Jacqueline. Uh, you know, like I would, I would deep fake everybody.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's a great one. Um, I would do. We're on three. Yeah. We're on th- so third one, Bob Hope. Bob Hope. Yeah, that's
0: a good one. Yeah. yeah, Bob Hope. Yeah. Um, I think I would do Walt Disney as my fourth one.
1: Oh, that's a good one. That's a really good one, especially because like, I don't think you'd ever get that made. Uh, <laughs> Disney would allow you to. Uh, I get
0: Disney to do it since they have all the deep big well, technology. Well, would
1: be boring. Like, you want like the real Walt. Like, yeah. the one that, like, no, that failed was, and, like... That
0: was depressed. Right. Um... <laughs> I think you could spin it, though, as success. Yeah. I mean, I think they would potentially get behind it to show that, like, he overcame all these challenges yeah. and, like, continued to, like, believe in his dream. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You um... could make a... I mean, if if Disney actually gave, like, full rights to the story or, yeah. or somebody did, man, like, with all the different, like... Um, songs like if you wish upon a star and stuff like that that like you could incorporate into that movie man that could be like a really good movie yeah
1: yeah that'd be great
0: i mean he really did have this very like interesting hero's journey in his own right as well as the fact that like he was a man who was like constantly kind of suffering from the fact that like nothing was ever uh he never was able to achieve his like ultimate dream of paradise yeah on earth yeah and it's like, well, and like all of us want that. And yet he was the only one who was ever able to really, well, I mean, other people were too, but like he really pursued it in a way that most normal everyday nine to five people never get to. Yeah. And yet even then the things that he pursued to try to create it always ended up failing yeah. him and being able to create that for him. Yeah. And it's like, that's like, you know, it's like really like the human story Yeah. that we're constantly trying to find happiness, you know, which is what his his movies and his songs and all of his theme parks are all about the happiest place on earth and the happiest place on earth is still not good enough. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like like that's like such a great anyways.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's my number four. Uh Eisenhower. My fourth. That's a good one. Yeah. I would watch an Eisenhower yeah. movie in a heartbeat. Yeah, I mean that dude's crazy. Like he went from like arguably being one of the greatest generals ever um to like being president of like the United States. And then he was like president of Princeton or
0: some college. Yeah. Some oh, college, you cool. know, and know then
1: that. the highways, like yeah. there's so much he did that people don't realize. Yeah. And then the choice of D-Day was like the heaviest choice anyone's ever had to make. So, yeah. Cause essentially it was like, yeah, a lot of people are going to die. Yeah. Like we have to take this. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to get in his head.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. I think, um, something that people don't really talk a lot about anymore. They talk about it on like a personal level, like, You know, they start naming the names of all the soldiers who have died under their command kind of thing. But they don't ever really talk about, like, on a big scale, the fact that this guy's like, a million soldiers are going to die because of what I've chosen to do. Like, I have to sacrifice these human beings to achieve this goal. Yeah. And I'm going to do it.
1: And he held that for the rest of his life.
0: Yeah. 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 Um, Bonus one I think would be interesting would be Teddy Roosevelt.
1: I was just thinking that. Yeah, yeah. I that was I was gonna say the, the mentionables are uh, Teddy Roosevelt and then probably for me like Will Chamberlain. So yeah. He's an interesting guy.
0: Yeah. Uh so then stars you'd bring back. Yep. Marilyn Monroe. Number one, Jimmy Stewart. Jimmy Stewart, that's a very yeah. good choice. Um Robin Williams. <laughs> uh that's a good one. Uh um, keaton oh that is a good yeah. one yeah be interesting yeah, yeah yeah and uh and um chapman would be yeah. good too um uh uh yeah i mean a lot of those guys like uh from back in the day what's the guy that was in singing in the rain um
1: oh Fred Astaire. yeah yeah or oh, uh, uh uh not Fred he wasn't in singing in right uh kelly
0: Gene Kelly. Gene Kelly. But like Fred Astaire, Gene Kelly, some of yeah. those musical guys would be great to bring yeah, back. Yeah, definitely. Like if you could do a musical with all the like classic musical people mm-hmm. that we all know and love and then do a mus- classic musical yeah. and have them be in it. Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah. Because it'd be like, oh man, we weren't able to see them in their prime, in their air, making these kind of movies. Yeah. That would be cool.
1: Yeah. um, So, uh, so your Lucio Ball, who's your second?
0: uh robin williams robin
1: williams and then who's your third uh gene kelly or Fred Astaire? yeah or both yeah it'd
0: really be cool to do like them together
1: yeah that would be cool um okay then i have jimmy stewart and who was my second i don't remember <laughs> my brain is uh oh i said uh uh busta keaton yeah and then my third would definitely be uh probably audrey hepburn
0: Oh, that would yeah. be a good one.
1: I mean, she's just – I was thinking of all the classic starlets. Yeah. And I loved – the problem with Grace Kelly, she's beautiful and stuff, but she didn't have much to her. Yeah. You know, like she just kind of played the same character. I love um, – who's the lady in the Casablanca? Uh,
0: I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's all my head. Uh, in- Inberg. Oh, yeah, Ingram. In-, in Yeah yeah she was great. Ber- Yeah, I, I in-
1: know Ingram it. Bergman
0: yeah I think that's right yeah um yeah but like
1: Audrey Hepburn she was like her depth like if you watch like uh uh is it my fair lady is she in that one um her acting performance is so interesting because she goes from like this cockney like kind of like on the side of the road and then she becomes like more of a A fair lady fair lady and so um just she had really good depth she's beautiful i mean she would work and everybody knows who she is and she would work in today's films i think
0: yeah i think um the big thing that i'd be looking for is like name recognition where people would go just because that Mm -hmm. person's in it yeah um i think another one that i would do then for that reason um would be i mentioned elvis already but um I don't know if people would go to see an Elvis movie. I mean, well, they probably would because there's a fanatical amount of people with Elvis. But um, Frank Sinatra would be another one. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Old Blue Eyes. Um,
0: And I'd make it to where he is like singing or, you know, make like a La La Land type movie where like he is a musician. Yeah. Like, so he ends up singing, but it's not a musical so much, but he ends up singing. Yeah.
1: Um, And then my fourth one, just because. I think of like the greatest actor of all time. He's he's always in there. Uh Gary Cooper. Um Right? Gary Cooper North by Northwest.
0: Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know me, I'm horrible with yeah, actors' yeah, yeah. names. Uh, so I'm going to trust you. Yeah, yeah totally.
1: Gary Cooper. Oh, what? no, no, Cary Grant. Cary Grant. Cary I was Grant. like isn't Gary Cooper the like a little <laughs> like is what's <laughs> yeah, Cary Grant. <laughs> Cary Grant. That's why I was
0: looking at you. I was like, "Isn't that that yeah. kid?"
1: Well, you and I both knew. We we're like, "That's not right. That's something." Cary Grant. Cary Grant. Yes. So, yeah. So yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Cary Grant is. You go back, and he was. He could be such a great, like, serious actor. Yeah. But like when he's, he's like, I mean, that's where like I think a lot of people think of Clooney and Cary. Yeah. Grant, because um, they both kind of have like that almost like goofy dad type. Humor, yeah. Where it's like. Hmm? You know, a lot of physical expressions and type of thing. But I think Cary Grant just did it better. Yeah. Than, than
0: now, Drake. what people would you be interested in seeing younger? Now? Yeah, they're still alive. Ooh. Like, I think, um, um, oh, man, I'm blanking on his name. He was the the architect in Westworld, like the main guy who built the whole thing. Um, Ed.
1: Uh, oh, oh, yeah, Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins yeah. as
0: a young guy, mm-hmm. like a like a 24, 25-year-old Anthony yeah. Hopkins. But now with his acting chops that he has now, yeah. that he would be like – that would be a movie that would yeah. be worth watching.
1: Yeah. Um, if we could, like, get him young again, he was just so great and suave. I mean, uh, Sean Connery. Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, Sean Connery. He yeah. was one of those guys that, like, he – aged well and he was good but now he has definitely passed like yeah. anthony hopkins can still be in stuff right sean connery will never be in anything ever again like that's just the reality of it
0: yeah um well and he's been old for a while i mean like <laughs> you know what i mean like he's yeah like he's old, old. yeah
1: fighting forester yeah i mean he was i just to me the worst way to go out is to end your career on League of (laughs) (laughs) Extraordinary Like, I just... If only it had been Gandalf. (laughs) Yeah, or or just... He had finished it with, like, Dragonheart. (laughs) Yeah, Dragonheart. (laughs) Like, just do a couple, like, animated movies. Like, let that be your legacy. (laughs) (laughs) So don't do, like...
0: uh, Uh, I mean, a young Harrison Ford again would be fun, too. Yeah. If he was actually, like... uh, Now, what would be interesting is if they would end up needing to... Like if it was an action movie, like a, a like an old, uh, an original like Harrison Ford action movie type kind of thing, yeah. when he was Han Solo, Indiana Jones, that kind of like level of like. Yes,
1: I a hundred percent agree. Cause... But the
0: thing is, he can't do the actions, so I wonder if they would end up actually having to have a like he plays the facials and the voice, yeah, and then somebody else has to actually like do the body language, and yeah. if that person then had to like tr- train under him to like learn how he would. Cause he, I think in action movies, part of what makes the action star so cool is like their swagger. Yeah, absolutely. And so it's like if you don't have the Indiana Jones swagger, yeah, and the way that he just approached fighting and yeah. and his his you know just his overall demeanor when he was there, it's like that's what made him as cool as Han Solo. That's what made him cool as Indiana Jones. So it's like you'd almost have to have somebody like study under him, yeah, and like have him on set to be like, that's not how I walk.
1: Yeah. If people want to know what the mind of a guy is. Young Harrison Ford is, like, what every person in the world wants to be. Yeah. You mean every young guy? Every young guy. Yeah. I think some women, too. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, like, uh I mean, he – my dad always said that he said the only reason Star Wars worked was because Harrison Ford was that. Yeah. And I agree with that. <laughs> but – uh
0: yeah, it would not have been the same movie if Han Solo yeah. hadn't been as cool as he was. I mean, because he adds that so cool. element of like this like wild card part to it.
1: He's cool, but he also has like his moments where he's okay with being like embarrassed. Yeah. And like,
0: or being wrong. Yeah, it doesn't. He's it, okay being in love. Yeah, he's like, he's, he's okay going after the girl, back. but he's also okay being like, you know, I love you. I yeah. know.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, you even look at like uh, Return of the Jedi compared to Empire Strikes Back. I mean, or, 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 new hope you know and 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 that Harrison Ford to the Return of the Jedi like Return of the Jedi he's older looking by yeah. then you know yeah. and so yeah having that young
0: yeah well you he know. was I mean and he was an older guy yeah because I think he was in his like late thirties or 40s yeah. I think I think he was in his 40s when he when they were doing like the original movies yeah um like like a new hope like, I oh,
1: New Hope, yeah, he's in his 30s, yeah.
0: But, I, but there's like, uh, I think almost a 20 year difference between him and Carrie Fisher because yeah. she wrote in her book and news has been coming out about how they had this little love affair mm-hmm. during the filming of the first and second one or something like that. Um, and they were talking about how there's like this 20 year gap between them, and she was like 20 or something yeah. like that when they were filming those movies,
1: yeah, and uh. It's like what? It's more than 10 years between New Hope and Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah.
0: So if he was. Yeah. Cause I think he did.
1: Cause he was in his mid 40s when I think Return of the Jedi came out. So he was probably like late 30s. 40. Yeah. Yeah. So.
0: So I mean, he went through a. Wow. He went through an age change there that like is more obvious. Yeah. You know, like going from 20 to 30, I don't think it's really as noticeable to some degree. Yeah. But I think when you go from like. 30 to 40 or 35 to 45 you know because
1: it is really funny like (laughs) when you're a kid you don't think about it but I remember seeing when he gets unfrozen from the carbonite like being like wow like he they really made him look like right (laughs) but I was like oh he's just older
0: (laughs) (laughs) wow the carbonite really took a toll on his body Yeah, I remember thinking that as a kid, too, like, oh, wow, man, I guess that's, like, what they were trying to do, is, yeah. that like, look how, like, haggard he looks yeah. from being frozen. And I not, guess they like, try to
1: do it with all the actors, because, like, Luke looked more mature, and all that right. stuff, so they're like, we need to make everyone. Well,
0: and I think part of it was, like, it's supposed to be, like, years yeah. later, too, yeah. that he's been, like, frozen for years, and yeah. they've been tracking him down, and Luke's now become more of a Jedi, mm-hmm. and, you know so
1: yeah, yeah but i agree with you having harrison ford young again and yeah getting like a body yeah, Anthony, like, the thing is he never did anything super crazy physically
0: well i don't know i mean a lot of indiana jones stuff i mean he's like rolling around on tanks and punching yeah, people true. and like being dragged underneath a truck yeah i mean indiana the jones, dragging
1: definitely was the yeah least. in
0: indiana jones he definitely did yeah um you know, he would be on horseback or running across balloons, yeah. or I mean, get off my plane. <laughs> yeah, or running along trains. Yeah. I mean, he he did stuff. Um, uh, in Star Wars, he didn't, but mm-hmm. they don't really have a lot of like action scenes in Star yeah. Wars. Luke did that flip. He did do that flip. That was flip. cool. Yeah, and then he also shot that little metal yeah. rope thing around his wrist, mm-hmm. and then him and Carrie Fisher swung across to the yeah. other side. Crazy stunt. Yeah. Yeah, if you watch the uh, the Jedi fighting in,
1: like, the original Star Wars trilogy, yeah, where and they, they watch like, them, ping, and ping, and just the, just the Darth Maul scene alone, yeah. with, it, you know, that scene is awesome. Like, yeah. it, no matter what people think of Phantom in this, uh, in scene with Qui-Gon, yep. spoiler alert, Qui-Gon died. <gasps> Uh, and like, wow, thanks, e- Todd.
0: <laughs> wow. Or
1: did he die? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, with, with Darth all all these Maul is supposedly
0: <laughs> dead, but now he's back. <laughs> Apparently, if you want to kill somebody in Star Wars, don't throw them over yeah. an edge.
1: You need to like crush them in the yeah. trash compactor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you need to make
0: sure you cut their head off. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, and Brandon, then store
0: their head away from the body. This has
1: been happening forever. I mean, Boba Fett didn't actually die. He was in that stomach forever and blasts yeah, his way out.
0: Yeah. Well, that makes a little bit more sense because because it takes a thousand years to digest. That right. Animal. And he has yeah. a rocket. Yeah. Backpack. Yeah. But when you get, but cut,
1: that's a lot of like sharp teeth that were there. It yeah, but linked. the
0: whole the the teeth were around the outside. Yeah, the middle is its throat. So he went. <laughs> yeah, and he's got armor on. I mean, I'm just saying he was like a full person. Yeah, still like completely embodied <laughs> when he went in. Yeah, Darth yeah. Maul gets chopped in half. <laughs> <laughs> Emperor Palpatine gets thrown yeah. into a bottomless machine. Electrified. Pit. Yeah, 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 being electrified, and then when he hits whatever. We never blue, see him hitting. Either. Yeah, but blue, like <laughs> smoke, power stuff, like surges I mean, not... out of the center, like an explosion.
1: That was just a fart. <laughs> <I mean, laughs> uh, that yeah. was actually
0: him blasting near the ground, so he didn't hit anything. Yeah. That was his like Goku move, like yeah. Kamehameha. <laughs> and then like the residual like came back up. But I mean, it's like he's being thrown into like yeah. a metal hole. <laughs> <laughs> Not like a squishy alien yeah, body yeah, that like when you hit the, that when the you story. hit the stomach, it's organs <laughs> that you're hitting. You know, I mean, they look down, and it's just, like, down, down, down. Like, it's, like, at least, like, 100 stories (laughs) down. It's, like, we just threw him off of the Empire State Building, and somehow he survived. That's what happened.
1: We don't know. We don't know what this new Star Wars is. Like, we're hearing his voice and all that stuff, but... I mean, the Jedis don't
0: have it any better. It's, like, oh, you kill me? It's cool. I come back as a ghost.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, who's to say that not the Sith don't have ghosts? You know, like... He
0: did, supposedly... Learn how to live forever, immortality. Oh, remember? really? That's what he told Anakin in uh Episode Three oh. to the Dark Side. That there's there's the power the the Force has the power to resurrect the dead, mm. but it's outside the rules of the Jedi to learn it. So okay. you'd have to find a teacher outside of the Jedi. And he's like, "Really? Immortality? Like, I want to learn about this." Yeah.
1: Well, isn't that just a symmetry what the ghosts? Are
0: well, it is. So apparently you can do it as a Jedi. Yeah. But Yoda went and learned that in uh, the Clone Wars from the original Jedi Masters or the uh, the original Force Masters Mm. on this like planet.
1: I see your uh, your pins on your jacket have broken the ink, you nerd. (laughs) (laughs) You need to put your glasses back up. They're falling off. a huh. Hey. Let's not nerd shame here, Todd. (laughs) This is supposed to be quality time.
0: <laughs> Say no to bowling.
1: Hey, you know the nerds had their time. Now they're toxic again. So. Oh, are they? Yeah, I mean the Star oh. Wars fandom is toxic and all oh. that stuff. So.
0: Well, I mean, hey, don't. I make, love how it, like hey, went mainstream. Ryan Johnson, don't make bad movies, <laughs> and we won't make fun of you.
1: That's my favorite thing about the Star Wars fandom. It's like it's a toxic fandom, but it's like. only became toxic once it went mainstream so maybe people are just toxic (laughs) like human beings are just bad (laughs) but yeah i i don't know we'll we'll see but going back wow we went way off course but uh
0: so we have anthony hopkins sean connery harrison ford yeah who's our fourth person
1: like to see a uh
0: we're picking all men well you pick some women and I pick someone going Lucy back and
1: watching Meryl Streep and her old kind of stuff. Yeah, it would be fun to see a young great. Meryl Streep. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. especially with her abilities now. Like yeah. she's so like she was great back then. I mean, she won so many yeah awards, but I think she young Meryl Streep would fit really well in today's like Hollywood. Yeah, would actually, yeah, yeah, because I mean, we talking about that how like we are kind of going away from like the classically handsome. Type leading man to kind of more of like we want a Your little average, bit, average yeah. Let's guy. get the everyday man. He's still obviously good looking. He's not beautiful, ugly. but yeah. So like a Timothee Chalamet, it's like crazy skinny and stuff. It's, I mean, you compare him to like young Harrison Ford. Yeah. Like Harrison Ford looks like a man, right? But Timothee Chalamet is the one that's leading a right. Netflix movie, or you know. So yeah, it's interesting. Meryl Streep. I saw this photo where she was on the subway and she was smiling. And it, it's the story how she had just lost out on an audition. And I think she was trying to be in like King Kong or something. Okay. And they said she wasn't pretty enough Interesting. for the role. And now she's probably the greatest actress who's ever lived, if not greatest actor. Like just from the amount of nominations. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, she really is great. So- Yeah,
0: yeah. so there we go. Well, uh, it's been interesting to talk about this. Hopefully those of you that listened found it interesting. I also miss a young Denzel Washington. Oh, yeah, young Denzel Washington would be cool too. Um, uh, It'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, Definitely if one of these movies actually comes out, we'll definitely go see it together and -hmm. and give you guys our thoughts after it happens, (laughs) uh, whether you want to hear them or not. Uh, But uh, it's interesting to see where technology goes and... You know, I mean there's always advancements uh in makeup, hair yeah. and wardrobe and method acting and all that that has allowed more and more of this kind of stuff to become po- possible on like that end of like people going and doing biopics. Um but I do think of this whole idea of like actors becoming a famous actor to then go act in another fictional story, that's definitely a new development and it'll be interesting to see where that goes. Yeah. Yeah, I... And how the how the audience and the critics react to it, because those are obviously really two different things. Yeah. You know, the audience might think it's weird and the critics love it. The critics might think it's horrible and the audience might love it. So it'll be interesting to see. I think definitely whatever movie does it first uh, is going to be really important to see. It's almost like your first impression of something. You know, it's like that first movie is going to set the tone yeah. for kind of like how well it's received or accepted moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But they're even getting to the point now where uh, we haven't talked about this that much, but where there's different um, research universities where they can, they have have the software already exists where they can analyze if they get enough words that somebody spoke, they can analyze it and then type in what they want that person to say and the software will spit it out in that person's voice and tone and pitch and you can completely customize it. So not only could we actually have the physical presence of the actor, we could actually then dub their actual real voice, That's which true. then at that point, what is the actual person in the mocap doing? Yeah. Are they just a crew member? Are they an actor? You know, cause it's like, it's just a PA. <laughs> I mean, but you know, yeah. to a certain degree, it's like, what are they, they're doing the physical movements obviously, but if we're making their, they really, at that point, they're not even a voiceover artist. They're just a, like a body. A body. Yeah. 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 So that's kind of interesting. That's so
1: really interesting,
0: uh, and more and more, you know, CGI is replacing, you know, not just on the actor side, but um, um, over half the car commercials that we watch nowadays, the car is not real.
1: Mm, wow!
0: Um, and like, if you see a car commercial where the car is racing around the streets at night or in the rain or whatever, all of that's fake. Yeah, it's all it's all it's all, green it's, all it's not it's all completely made in into the computer. Wow. They don't go and film anything. Wow. Um, because a lot of times those cars aren't even produced yet. Wow. You know, they're making the commercials.
1: They're getting the designs before it's even manufactured. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they're,
0: they're making the commercial, starting to make the commercial a year before the car is actually even available. And then by the time it's done and they're, you know, advertising for it, it's still being advertised a couple months before it's released. Um, so that's kind of an interesting thing that more and more in our industry, yeah. it's like once we can digitally make everything look real... What's the point of doing anything real anymore? Yeah. From a budgetary reason. Yeah. And like creatively reason. Yeah. You know, it's so much easier to go back and redo something if yeah. you don't have to go out and shoot it again. I mean, you
1: if know? if they had the Pigsar model where they can just have five years to make the perfect movie. I mean, I feel like a lot of series, especially more and more it is all about analytics and knowing like what will have maximum profits. Right. Like, that's why it blows my mind that they're still making Terminator movies. (laughs) Like, we're seeing that it's just not making money.
0: Well, I think there's still going to always be people throughout the world, but especially in the entertainment business, who have money and make bad decisions. Yeah. You know, there's always going to be rich people who want to go and waste money on being in the movies. Yeah. And they're not at that point really making it as a wise investment. They're really more making it because it's a Terminator movie, and I can be one of the finance yeah. financiers for it. Yeah, you know. And then some directors like, yeah, I'll take your money, or some producers like, sure, I'll take that money. And we'll go make this because why not? You're giving the money, you know. Yeah. So you
1: think more and more actors, as this gets more digital and all that stuff, more actors will go because we're kind of seeing it now. Or they'll go and do like Broadway. And do like plays and stuff.
0: Yeah, I think so. I mean, um, it'll be interesting to see going back to old Martin Scorsese update folks. Marty. Old Marty <laughs> on our on our gun our ongoing reporting of Marty Scorsese. Uh he clarified he clarified his statements. <laughs> which as Todd said yesterday, you know you're irrelevant yeah. when you have to clarify your statements. Yeah. Uh, when you've you've lost you, power, you've
1: lost power. If you have to clarify what you said,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah which is so well said, Todd. So Thank well you. said. Um, and anyways, he wrote in the New York Times, I think it was a guest article. You guys should read it. But he basically tried to better talk, better share, and give his opinions. And I partly agree with what he said, and I partly disagree. We won't waste any more time mm-hmm. talking about that. But it does kind of go back to somewhat of what he was saying, which is movies have become so risk free. Yeah they're trying to marvel movies specifically yeah you know superhero movies but even kind of he was saying sort of movies in general yeah that the cinema that the the movie theaters are full of 90 percent of movies that have been so audience tested yeah and they've just eliminated as much risk as possible and that to him cinema is all about embracing the risk of the art yeah and creating stories and characters that push the boundaries of or test the boundaries of you know yeah or delve into the complexity of the human nature yeah. and human relationships and the human story and the human condition yeah I and get, that it being too safe yeah. makes it to where it's not as interesting it becomes art.
1: a commercial yeah. like that's why that's why like you know the pepsi ad was so mind-blowing because commercials are like what can we make it to where the consumer it's as consumer friendly yeah as possible so it's risk-free it's yeah you know all we want is this product to be sold yeah Marvel is the same way, yeah. where they are so risk averse, right. not in the sense of a character risk, but in the sense of like well, you profitable. Gonna, you're risk. gonna like this movie. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um,
1: I see that because Wolf of Wall Street is a risk.
0: Yeah, I mean a lot of his movies yeah. still have been, and not all of his movies have been though. Like we've, you know, so we could easily debate about that some other time. But um, I do think though that like some of like what you're saying more actors going to broadway and stuff i think there is still a desire for actors to i think the allure somewhat for actors is like being on stage or on screen and becoming a character requires so much vulnerability yeah and i think actors that really stick with it stick with it because they get they love it yeah. they love they get addicted not an actual addicted but they you know they they come to really love that experience there's just, a rush. Yeah, yeah, just of uh, just being like completely vulnerable yeah. and just completely like putting your heart out there, and just be you know embracing these emotions and these feelings and letting it just like become who you are. Yeah. And so I think like more and more, if movies, stereotypical movies kind of take that away, the standard movie process sort of takes that away from actors. The more and more actors are still going to want to go and tell these more compelling, gritty, complicated stories. Yeah. Um, and not complicated, like hard to follow, but just like complicated for the actor to work through the emotions and experience, you know, you're still going to want some of that. Um, and I think there'll always be a place for audiences to want to watch it too. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And also just on a kind of not as deep level, I've heard, you know, one thing that actors love is they love dressing up. Yeah. They love the pretend they love all that stuff. And it's that classic Ian McKellen story where he broke down crying on the set of The Hobbit because it was just him in the green room with sticks with the faces of the actors on it. Yeah. You know, and he said, This isn't why I got into acting. Yeah. You know, and it is interesting the more they do just wear everyday clothes or whatever and they just CGI it later. It's interesting to see like um, more like 18th century or like outlander more like period piece movies coming out recently so that actors can dress up they they love that i mean it's really really interesting
0: well i mean i i'm sure you felt the same way watching the behind the scenes of the original lord of the rings where Mm -hmm. they were building like full sets oh yeah and it's like
1: titanic they built that ship
0: yeah and so it's like for the actors to get to walk around Mm -hmm. and actually be there in these clothes feeling you know like aragorn talked about the fact that like the sword he carried was like a real sword yeah. so they felt the weight of the sword the chainmail that they wore was real chainmail yeah. so they felt the weight of what they had on and you know when you swung it it wasn't this like plastic flimsy thing or some prop it was like real metal yeah. so you actually you know you actually felt the weight you didn't have to f- act in swinging you were yeah. truly swinging a sword
1: yeah compared to that like Aragorn fighting it's obviously rehearsed but like you know or or game of thrones you know when they're yeah. fighting that Compared to like Iron Man flying around, yeah, you know? or
0: even later in The Hobbit, yeah, when they're CGI <laughs> bouncing around on barrels, Ugh. you yeah. know,
1: so Takes I, you out of it, yeah. Right?
0: I feel like he did more green screen stuff in The Hobbit than he did in the original Lord of the Rings, yeah. Um, and so I think that you know, and even as like filmmakers, like it would be so cool to work on a real set like that, yeah, versus everything being CGI, yeah, you know, I think to me, like the perfect balance is. Jurassic park yeah, where there was definitely CGI drag or track dinosaurs. Um, but then there was also like real live animatronics. Like, you know, when the T-Rex is like pushing the car around, like that's a real, yeah. like actual object yeah. that they were filming. But then there's also moments where the dinosaurs chasing the, you know, the Jeep yeah. and the T-Rex chasing a Jeep. And it's like, that's all animated, yeah. you know, or CGI, you know? And it's like that. I think that works. Yeah. You know, like certain stuff needs to be real. And certain stuff can be fake, and that's totally fine.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. We we will never have – if we want to feel what the actors are feeling, there needs to be something, unless we have the best actors in the world. I think James Dean – there's something about seeing someone's eyes in real life Yeah, than a guy in a green, you know, right. or – he might have stickers all over his face. Like, right. you know, there's just that element of like flesh and blood that will always come through the screen.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I agree. And then I also, though, I'm thinking, you know, you watch the original Toy Story that came out when we were kids to the newest one. And that's just been over the last like 20 years.
1: Did you see the trailer for Soul today? No. The new Pixar movie?
0: Does it look really good?
1: The animation. In like the real the people obviously look kind of but like the real world elements. Yeah. Go and watch it's. Well, and like
0: you were talking about with like Planet of the Apes and stuff, it's like I remember the first time Yoda was animated in the original prequels, (laughs) and it looked horrible. Yeah. And now you have Caesar, and he looks amazing. And so it's like, will, will over the next ten years, actors be able to be replaced by a CGI character, and we be okay with it? No. But in twenty thirty years, yeah, probably. Yeah. You know, like, if we make the same leaps in innovation in CGI that we have over the last 20 years or 30 years, like, well, it's here. Yeah, 20 years. uh, 25 like is when, like, Jurassic Park probably came out. If in the next 25 years, you know, like, yeah. that same amount of advancement happens, it's I mean, going to be crazy.
1: we're really close
0: right now. Yeah, we are really close. That
1: 2077, that actress that came out, the only reason I knew it was fake is because I knew that. She would be older now. Yeah. If I had not seen the original movie, I would have been like, why is this such a big deal? Yeah. You know, like, yeah. But there are moments where you're looking yeah. and it's invisible.
0: Yeah. I mean, Admiral Tarkin, I think, or Tark, or whatever the. Yeah, yeah. In, in Rogue One, like, he looks. He looked really good. He did. Yeah. There's. I mean, and you could tell. I mean, like. I would have still felt like ah, something's a little off. Yeah. But it's just like that more like that like itching feeling in the back of your brain. Not like oh that's blatantly not yeah. right.
1: And there's a term for that. Um and I, I I don't know what it is, but um yeah. Yeah, I mean, you just watch the digital corridor, they did the deep fake stuff and they, they, they did uh the scene from Scorp or, uh the mummy
0: two or what oh, yeah yeah. Where, it's where it's the, the rock.
1: rock comes out and I mean
0: yeah, he looks horrible.
1: Ooh, it's bad. And so what they did is they fixed that, you know, added some light elements. They deep faked his face instead of doing it from scratch. Yeah. Because from scratch, facial animations is like apparently the hardest thing to do. And so having that element of deep fake. Yeah. I think um adds a sense of realism. And, yeah. But as we get better
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's only get easier and yeah. easier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And eventually there's gonna be programs that automate half of it. You know, so, <laughs> yeah. uh, anyways, it's gonna be interesting to see folks, but, uh, we hope you've enjoyed listening. Uh, and, uh, we'd be curious to hear your guys uh, feel free to text us for those of you who knows our cell phones. For those of you who don't, leave some comments, mm-hmm. uh, on who you think would be fun actors to bring back from the dead, uh, or biopics that you think would be really cool to see the real person. Yeah. Uh, being played by somebody else. Yep. Sweet. Right. Well, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. This has been a Studio Red production. For more, go to studioredmedia.com.